how many monitors do you have? That's how you know how like good you are. Oh so yeah. I so so I have I have one oh, widescreen. Okay. Thirty-four wide inch curved monitor. Okay. Thank. Tell. Thanks for telling me it was curved because otherwise. Well, I mean, I'm starting like, to get. I was starting to get worried. I mean, you know, curved is is where it's at, right? Because uh, a flat monitor is is pretty much like five years ago. I have two flat monitors in front of me. Oh well, Mike, that's disappointing. That were that are from five years ago. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, but I also have a curved monitor. Mm-hmm. I'm, I live that three monitor life. It is. Um, Oof. My. So how does your OCD not? Uh... How, how do you deal with the fact that only one is curved and two are flat? It doesn't really bother me. And I have them in like a triangle f- formation. If you will, two on the bottom, one sort of like in the middle. But it's not actually in the middle. It's off It's off the center, as I think you may know, based on yeah. seeing, having seen my setup. And people, I have seen it, yeah. people, yeah, wonder why, how I can deal with that too. And it, it doesn't – I'm not going to get into the specifics, but my wall is angled, so it, it actually makes sense – based on the geometry of my wall and the, the back wall there, but three monitors though, dude, it's nice. Cause I have, I mean, right now, right now, well, let me just, what do I have open? I've got two separate, wait. Yeah. Two separate browser windows. Okay. I mean, I have a bunch of podcasting apps open at once. I have my time tracking app. I have my to do app. I have discord. I've got two different IDE windows. I've got a PDF for this algorithms thing. I've got a terminal window. I've got my notes. App. I've got two different notes app up, and I have my messages app up. And normally, I, I and I put this on a separate space. I have a a VM window up. How could you possibly do that on a single, even a large thirty-four inch monitor? Yeah, but I'm gonna float this to you. Uh, maybe you should collapse some of those processes. <laughs> You sound like my wife now. She's like, well, you know, I was like, you I mean, can, you she's can clearly open. a smart person. Well, she, right? would tell you, like, she would tell you the same thing. So you, you there are, there are multiple redundancies in what, in what you just talked about. Right. Like, I think you said that you ha- I have two of this and like one, like you have two browsers open. Like, why do you have two browsers open? If I need to look at one, article. is one Chrome and one Firefox. Are you like doing like mm-hmm. some kind of like, testing based on like the the browser or you know like it's just easier for me to have two let's say you have uh for example i have my website up and i have another website up and i'm and i'm like comparing you know what's on two different websites you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like there's there's plenty of reason to have two of the same app open you might have two excel files open yeah but that's not a browser two word documents open i mean like think about I'm, I was talking to you about LeetCode, right? LeetCode has a has an in browser IDE, right? For for typing out your, you know, for the challenges. So you might have a web an article open explaining how to do, you know, code, you know, build a an array or something in Python, and then you have the LeetCode window up in another thing. So there's like plenty of reasons to have it. My point is yeah. like I have three monitors. I, I like to have a lot of stuff open. Whether, like, you could argue, I mean, we could argue, and I I have with my wife, you know, about whether it's as necessary at all. But it's I think it's more, I mean, it's just like the way you like to work. I like to work this way. Yeah, I mean, far be it for me to judge anybody's workflow. Um, 
it, it's fun to like kind of like poke holes and make fun. Uh, but yeah, everyone everyone kind of like has their own. I mean, I had uh, a coworker. Um, I wish I had more monitors. But continue. More than three? I I could, I could do four. So are you four. are you Hugh Jackman in in Swordfish? I want to get there. That's I think I have aspirations. Is, this, is that okay. where we're going with this? I think I. I have more. Right, I have more wall like, space. You, <laughs> I can literally imagine you like spinning around in your seat with like a glass of red wine, um, and, I mean, and twelve monitors. Aren't you like, like the? You're like the. You're like you're the threat guy, right? Don't you want to have like the the pew pew map like on a on a monitor at all times? Yes. Well, pew so pew can... maps are are clearly um, the most important part of threat. If you start seeing pew pews from any place that you're not particularly worried about, right? You want to be yeah. able to take shelter, and if you don't have, I mean, enough, how am I gonna know? How am I gonna know if, um, you know, China is is pew pewing on you, popping off, right? Like, yeah, exactly, right. pew pew, yeah, exactly. Um, so without without a map to tell me so, and an associated uh, wave. I would say I would say let the let the wife know that you'll be budgeting for a at least one, but probably a couple more monitors. Okay, maybe put we some in the kitchen. We are probably gonna do. I'm gonna do a TV over here. Um, well, that's smart. Well, that's just like you know, it's versatile. It can be you can you can you can throw a you can throw mm -hmm. a pew pew map on it. You can throw a, you know you can do whatever you want with that. Oh, like every every uh, every. You, know. you always have to have like a new source, right? Like telling you like geopolitical um, sort of like happenings, right? Like obviously Russia Ukraine is a uh, a big deal these what? days. What's happening in? Oh yeah, well, so What's I don't have to worry about this. Yeah, I mean, so well, I'm. I'm, I'm glad joking. You had... I'm joking, actually, because it is a serious. Oh, are situation. you? Are you? Mike? It is a serious situation. Oh, you had not I heard of it. I, I guess. I mean, yeah. the joke is that, of course, everyone's heard of it. The not joke part is that it's super serious and terrible. But seriously, yeah, yeah, it is not what you would call uh, a good situation for anybody involved, right? Um, Especially the billionaires, the rich, the Russian billionaires. Those guys. It is. It those, is interesting, right? A, a lot of the ocean around this stuff is like you know. Um, I think we're up to like seven plus wipers now. I've been seeing some some like crazy like OSINT stuff around, um, like what was it? Google turned like like had disabled all the satellite imagery for like Russia for whatever reason, but they re-enabled no, they, they it. They had they had enabled it, so they had de-blurred it. That's what I mean. Like, but yeah, it must oh, have been blurred yeah. to begin with for some reason, oh, and now they've okay. de-blurred it so yeah. that people could like OSINT hunt like military compounds and shit. It's crazy. <laughs> they got like these subs, right? Like uh, all their ports and stuff like that. Yeah, like I, I saw those pictures. I saw another thing. I was listening to like an Apple podcast or something, and they were talking about how Ukrainian soldiers were tracking the movements of Russian troops using stolen iPhones. Like how crazy? Like that? That's like that's. I mean, silly, but it's like it's modern warfare. Like it's like it's funny. Like Apple, Google, or like their tech has like a non-trivial part. Like it might be minor in the grand scheme of things, but non-trivial part to play in like 
a modern conflict. It's crazy. No, I don't think these people have like really kind of like adapted to like modern warfare in the sense that like I, I, uh, there was some Ukrainian. Um, this is not like any sort of like actual like, verified stuff, but like uh, a Ukrainian, like I think multimillionaire or something like that, had like a really nice house. Russians came, like took it over, and we're using it to stage like um, either mortars or artillery or. Some sort of like they were staging attacks out of it somehow, right? Mm. And um, and he actually called for like you know Ukrainian uh, military assets to like bomb his house, right? He was like, "Bomb my house," <laughs> right? Because like the Russians are using it to stage attacks, mm. right? So like as as the Russians like come in and as they like roll through and like you know they they sort of like uh, you know take an objective and then hold it and then like establish like a forward operating base, like type, you know, and, and they, they use it to like stage operations out of, right. There are going to be like intelligence, like, like human intelligence aspects to it. Sure. Yeah. Where they can like be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm, 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 I'm uh, ex- whatever his name was. Um, my house is being used to perform X, Y, Z Russian um, offensive military uh, you know, tactics out of or or operations out of, uh, throw up, you know, like blow Blast this away. up, yeah, right. And he's like, it's it's crazy because like they're so like, um, just willing to. I mean, I don't know what like the the financial aspects of it, right? Like they, they I'm sure he gets like I don't know insurance or whatever, but he's like, this is my house. It's being used by Russians. Well, you said he was. He said he was like a, a rich, like a billionaire or something. Or oh yeah, guy. he was like a. He's probably I fine. Mean, like, it, well, media, right? So like, um, I have not vetted this or otherwise. Sure. To know. be to be fair, yeah. uh, this is this is this isn't a this isn't a military podcast. Though my guest yeah, does yeah. have uh, a military background, so it's not it's unlike myself, not completely full of shit on this matter. But yeah, like I, you know, well, you know, my my military expertise is. Uh, is that of like a, uh, you know, a, a, an E5, which is like a nobody in the military, right? Like I wasn't privy to anything. So, um, but like, yeah, like essentially like, you know, these guys are, uh, th- there's a, there's a different aspect to warfare now, right? It wasn't, wasn't present even, uh, you know, when I went overseas, right? Like the Iraq, like the OIF, OEF. Um, Operation Iraqi for, uh, Freedom, um, Operation Enduring Freedom uh, campaigns, right? Afghanistan, Iraq, etc. Uh, these were not necessarily things that, like, you know, people who were doing like the strategy for these things had to like take into account. Yeah, I and mean, now they do. Circling yeah. back to what you said in the beginning, yeah. before I, I sent it somewhere else, but. I mean, you mentioned the wipers, right? I think I think at the beginning of this whole thing, yeah. there was a lot of cyber, yeah. there was a lot of expectation around, you know, Russia really flexing its its cyber capabilities to target not only Ukraine, right, their sort of primary target, but but you know, whoever the U.S. right, the Ukraine potential Ukrainian allies, NATO, whoever, and I've seen, I mean, for I saw a lot of threads that were saying like, you know, there was all this expectation around cyber capability, but we really haven't seen it yet. But then I recently saw something else like 
and specifically talking about like no it's there they've been they've been like sending a bunch of stuff like specifically at ukraine and and you know, obviously you mentioned the wipers mm-hmm. i don't know what effect it's having right i mean i again i'm not following i'm not following the conflict overly closely much less the the cybery happenings but i'm sure to the ability that they can gain a you know militaristic advantage using cyber capabilities they're 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 doing so but yeah and 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 there's a reason obviously they're they're kind of iterating on these um i mean i can't remember the name there's all these like caddy wiper all these like different like you know names are coming up with these wipers destructive malware um the first one was like generally regarded by the community is like really kind of a terrible poorly coded you know malware right sure um and then like they kind of like i don't know i mean the the subsequent versions not versions but like the subsequent like uh named wiper malwares were sort of like um, okay, this is getting more and more. They're, they're tightening up. Whoever this is, uh, if it's a separate group or whatever, um, they're 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 tightening up their um, you know their game, right? Because like the first one was like people were like saying like I'm surprised this even worked, <laughs> right? That's kind of like how bad it was. Sure. And then like you know it's it's obviously gotten better and better and better. But yeah, it's um it's interesting to see kind of like. Uh, You know, um, maybe like the, the the reasoning behind this, where it's like, okay, like destructive malware is obviously meant to like disrupt, um, you know, capabilities and stuff like that, right? Like if you're if you're planting these, if you have like a foothold in an environment, and you're like, okay, like sure you can like ransom, right? You can like deploy ransomware or uh, some other like backdoor trojan, right? Um, but if you're just like if you're just trying to like jack up somebody's like capabilities, um, I mean the wiper makes sense in this instance, right? I mean yeah. they don't they there's no like <laughs> I don't think if they like ransom they're like hey pay pay us like Bitcoin and we'll restore your like <laughs> that's not the, right. I don't think I don't think there's any trust right not that yeah um, should have much level of trust in a ransomware operator anyways but right like, in this situation. There's no trust, so there's not gonna certainly it's not gonna be any payment. So they might as well just wipe um, rather than rather than ransom. Um, are you uh, are you familiar with the my um, ongoing project of of documenting like all the named vulnerabilities over time? I am. Yeah. So like, because you maybe you reminded me of that because of like all the names. So I, I decided I did that like years and years ago. I thought of the idea to do that, and that was back when there wasn't really that many named vulnerabilities. Um, but like nowadays, I see, and and I would never take this on as a project because I'm less invested in it. But there's yeah. so many other different things that there's like, uh, you know, like obviously like <laughs> threat groups, right? Everybody has names for those, but, um, uh you mentioned like the wipers like they have like all these things have name like there's like you know malware strains that have names like all these different things that there's like all these fun names for and i'm like it would be it would be interesting if there's 
some other person out there who's cataloging these through time. Yeah. There, and there are, I like think ransomware, been... like black cat, you know, it's like all these different ransomwares that, you know, strains that are out there that are named. Yeah. I don't know if it's a problem, but one of the things to observe with the cyber community is everyone like tracks um, activity clusters differently. Yeah, right. It's so like you... different names for the same group. Exactly right, mm. and um, you know, one of the first things I ask, like these, you know, these threat intel companies, is like, do you have like a way to like take your um, your your cluster of activity? Right, like what you're tracking an adversary as, and is there a way to sort of like see if uh, you know the other companies, right? And we all kind of know who they are, or um, you know, it's easy to find out anyway. Um, you know, are they sort of like tracking that same activity? I understand. Well, understanding that like they they collect data differently, um, but like, is there overlap, right? Like, can you kind of like construe like a almost like I think you know most people call it like a Rosetta Stone. Yeah, I mean, the right. reason why yeah. they do it, and I'm just gonna say this. It's just marketing. Like, it, like it's a marketing thing to have their own naming scheme. They, I mean, they might know Mandiant calls it APT, you know, fifty, but they they want to call it Nanovite or whatever their, you know, whatever other names all these these different groups have. Yeah, I'm gonna call out CrowdStrike. Um, I love CrowdStrike. They're gangsters. I, you know, sure, they're doing well for themselves. They don't. Of course, they are. If this, incredibly smart. If you want to, like, nobody... if, you, if if the Shell Sharks podcast really laid into them, I don't think their stock's gonna <laughs> yeah, gonna waver. Right. So that's fine. Right? Yeah. Like if if literally anybody from Crowdstrike watches this, um, you're awesome. Um, but yeah. what this is not is... sponsored by Crowdstrike. Snacker. <laughs> I, I forget what I was gonna say now. But but the, if Crowdstrike yeah. does want to sponsor, let me hit me up. Shell Sharks. Mike at shellsharks.com. Okay. Continue. Slash uh, sponsor. Slash sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like these guys, like um, shit. I forgot what I was gonna say. I was like, oh no, I was, okay. So here it was. About their threat name. Um, they're they're they have a heavy marketing presence on their um. So the way they obviously kind of like I'm gonna track how they do it. Well, they track adversaries sort of like in this like, you know, panda is China, bear uh, is Russia. You know. No, um, that's not the one I was thinking of. I like I like no, the, yeah I like it's like and then the, and there's like subsets of they had like a right? new one's like weasel like they can't, they run out of animals so they're like no, it, well yeah like they did yeah so you know wizard spider right all all these things wizard um, spider sounds cool though I'm, I'm not it does sound cool but like that's what I'm getting to right it's like they have like this very like strong marketing and graphics campaign it's actually marketing where... for the for the threat actor. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I would like, want to be the th- if if you were like the I don't. Where's Wizard Spider from? Where, where's the spider? What spider? Uh, spider. I think shit. Is that is it like Iran um, or something? I don't know. But is that financial crime? I can't remember. I, yeah. Oh, it's probably a Google search away threat actor. It really um, is. I should. I should. I should really know this. I'm actually yeah, really embarrassed. This, that I don't this know isn't. This. this isn't my domain. Kyle, you should be embarrassed. Whatever. Wizard Spider E Crime Group. Anyways. E Crime. If so I, I was financial crime, yeah. If I was um, the E Crime Group. And I was yeah, like, so and I was like, like taking around. Yeah, like Ryuk, like ransomware. Um, there's a bunch of stuff around, like Wizard Spider. Um, but they have like all these very awesome graphics for each actor, right? For each threat group. 
So like if you if you like Google like Wizard Spider, it's gonna be like this like super cool like comic book <laughs> thing, right? And yeah. everyone has them. Like all these actors, like Cozy Bear or not, yeah, like all these um tracked clusters essentially named um, uh, groups that that CrowdStrike tracks. They have these like super awesome like kind of like overwatch like i don't know if you play overwatch it's a video game but Not like yeah. yeah it's like all these like anyway all these cool like graphics right so like it goes a long way to like recognition almost of like that actor True, yeah. right so like if you I, I i guarantee you like if you threw like a graphic in front of me i'd be like oh that's like wizard spider right and you don't even have to like say wizard spider True. or name it's like you collect like and the baseball card. Yeah, I have like dude, a, I have the Wizard a, Spider dude, rookie that's card. That's a great way of saying it. Perfect way of saying it. That's exactly what it is. They yeah. they created baseball cards for their threat actors. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, that's why kind of like I mean like Manny's approach is just like just give them a number. There's nothing more than a number. But like you know you know yeah. like I was I was sort of I was sort of trying to. Uh, hint at like what uh and i couldn't remember who did it and i found it's drake so dragos does like uh it almost sounds like different um like uh like elements or something chernovite ethereite like costovite like are you familiar with their threat act or group i i am i'm familiar with dragos i don't really know how they allocate or um sorry um i sent it to you on iMessage how how their naming scheme for attribution but it's they're mostly ICS there, like, right? Like, I don't think we're really tracking activity around non ICS. Well, Am I yeah. wrong about that? Yeah. I mean, I think I mean I mean their game is ICS, right? As we both know. So yeah, yeah. I mean these are threat act- threat actors that are probably in the ICS space, but mm-hmm. um, but it's still the the naming. It's like they have a very similar like you know they they've given all these and it's not as bad as uh as the the wizard spider crowd strike situation but they also they also have like they give them names and and like little cool like coin like type logo looking things parasite oh that's a good one i'd want to be that one i i came up with a uh i came up with a threat actor name um (laughs) it's so weird how like we're branding everything in cyber these days Right, like named vulnerabilities have like a web page and like a name and like a sweet like I mean, you you just said like uh, psychic signatures. That's like you know there's like yeah. it, it's more. I mean it's it's I mean everything's branding, right? It's just everything, right? And almost like if I'm an attacker, I'm almost like what's my what's my designation going to be? Like what are they going to call me? Right? Like if I'm a DPRK, like you know, or uh, North Korean threat actor like what is it it's like something weird it's like lemur or something it's not lemur but like oh my threat act my threat actor name was going to be sub uh, suburban turtle it's <laughs> pretty good it's i, I don't know it's some, some i thought weird, of that i thought yeah. of that because i saw a turtle in my neighborhood the other day and by the other day i mean like six months ago but i saw a turtle and i said the word suburban turtle and then i immediately was like oh that that sounds like it would be my 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 apt name your apt name yeah it um i think it would go i think it i think that that speaks to my capability quite well 
Well, if you're a turtle, then I'm a. Uh, what's 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 slower than a turtle? Slug. Slug. I'm. Sl- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a slug. Or some sort of plant that like just doesn't move. Hey, plants are important, bro. I didn't say they weren't important. They're just not very fast. <laughs> they're <laughs> certainly not. I never said you weren't important. I'm just it's more about just your speed. We're not very not very fast. <laughs> more about your speed there. <laughs> I so I have to I'm logging into like this uh I have to I have to find out what like the uh the crowd strike designation for North Korea is. Mm. Well they just I was looking at this the other day, they like uh some crowd strike report, they like they introduced uh like a new a new threat actor from some new country and they like clearly ran out of like good animals to give or they just wanted to like just mm-hmm. just dunk on this like particular country's like threat actor group as being like bad and so they gave them like a hilarious um like animal um hold on. like india's like tiger i mean that's cool tigers yeah cool. i'm like how do that. you not want like a fucking cool ass animal so i don't think crowds right i mean i'm sure they do i'm sure they've discussed it but like the amount of like power oh, they hold in their hands there's a right? kitten there's a kitten who's the kitten kitten um razor tiger like these are super cute names i'm sure you can just google it right crowd strike this is probably great to listen to um hold on actor yeah yeah, yeah, this is probably like the least interesting part of this like whole podcast. All I know is they're not paying they're not paying CrowdStrike's like art department enough. They have like seriously like their their art guys their graphics dudes are on and men and women are uh, yeah super fucking on point. Like, if anyone yeah if anyone from CrowdStrike art art marketing wants to come like put a fresh coat of paint on my crappy website that'd be dumb. Um. Bro, you can't afford them. Seriously. Well, okay, I can afford one logo. Um, Profit Spider. I thought that one was really cool. Prop. Profit Spider. Yeah. Just like a psychic. Some sort of. I really, I really should have like bookmarked this. Um, I won't do it on like podcast, but. Anyways, <clears throat> it's out there. It's like basically like you know India is like tiger, you know Russia is bear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Hammer panda, oh, like North North oh. Korea is like some like weird animal. That I'm like, what the fuck is it's a, that? It's a chalima. Chalima, yeah, exactly. I'm I don't like, even know. I'm gonna be honest. This is real talk. I don't know. I don't know what a chalima is. No, that's that's why. Like, I literally could not think of it. I was like, North Korea is like some like animal that like oh. I was like, what the fuck is that? It's an important symbol in North Korea. It might even not even be an animal. Chalima. Anyway, it sounds oh. like a. Variant of a burrito. I don't know. <laughs> Probably like nobody's gonna like that. It's get a Chipotle and pick up a hold on. Chalima. Like yo, yeah. let me get some uh double yeah. chicken and a chalima. Yeah, with some guac. It's gonna cost you extra. <laughs> Don't 
I told you. I don't know if I told you. I started um, off sex web pen testing course. Uh, which one? Don't they have like a thousand? Well, they really. I think they only have one web pen testing course. Um, or at least for the longest time, they only had one. Let's see. Oh no, they have a two hundred one that just came out. Actually, no, okay. they have they have a one hundred and two hundred. This is the three hundred level course. This is like the. Um, for a long time, this is the only uh, web specific pen testing course they had. Um, but it's their that's it's their you know high end advanced web app um, pen testing course. But yeah, I started that. I have sixty days. At my current pace, uh, there's no way I'm gonna get through it. But I'll starting in May. I'll I'll this will kick up. Pretty excited about it though. It's like legit. Yeah, um, they've branched out a lot, right? They've they've really kind of like gone away from just like the pure OSCP. Yeah, I mean they're they're slowly. I I I mean I mean no um, ill will to either Sans or Offsec, but they're 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 going they're going real Sansy about it. They've, they've come out with a ton of courses lately. I mean they used to be like four courses. They used to have OSCP, OSCE. OSWE and the OSEE. That was like for the longest time. That was it. So that was four courses. Now they have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They they even have blue team courses. Eleven, twelve. They went from four courses to twelve courses in like two years. So yeah, I remember. I think you linked me to that actually. There's like a test and everything for yeah. the uh, the blue team. The, the OS, yeah, the OSDA. The security mm -hmm. ops and defensive analysis. It's kind of legit. I would super be interested in taking that. I mean, it's not really like my focus anymore, but twenty five hundred dollars for their. Uh, it looks like you have to go do their subscription offering to get it. Yeah, three hundred. But they give you a year. Which, to be honest, if you're taking an offsite course, like you sort of want a year. Like trying to jam it into two months is always like stressful. Yeah. Do you can get all all every course that Offsec offers for one fifty five hundred dollar price in a year? You get a year's worth of access. So if you were like to everything to all OSC every, every single course. That's... Imagine imagine if you were like twenty years younger and high and and highly motivated. Yeah. Like, no. If this came out like. 15, 15, not even 15 years ago, 10 years ago? Yeah. We would have been like, done. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, I mean, I, I feel like we kind of like focused on Sans, right? Because like, um, that sort of like pipeline was readily available to us, right? And financially, our, our, our company at the time, um, was it was okay with it but basically like basically just kept saying sure go ahead yeah another like, course I, go ahead like fifty five hundred dollars for like a year's worth of like content for like all of offsec stuff like there was zero percent chance that like the, the i think the vast majority of like our security team at the time would not have subscribed to that right because we did we did e-learn a few of us did e-learn 
security, which is a great platform. Yeah, I like the Elon. Um, I still, I'm still sitting on a bunch of vouchers and courses that yeah. I haven't taken out of there. My 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 cert game has slowed down quite a bit though. I mean, well, I, you know, I, you know, you know how I used to run, and now. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I blame I'm the kid. Back for you, Mike. I I think that like if you had any more certs, it would be like kind of fucking weird. There's always more certs to get, dude. Well, there's almost like I mean, there's Pokemon. You got to catch them all, right? Despite yeah. that Reddit thread, but. Yeah, don't listen. Don't listen to everything you see on Reddit. Don't listen to Reddit. If anybody like is on this podcast, like just so happens to be listening and um certs are important don't don't let reddit get you down go get your certs bro i mean yeah. don't don't think that don't think that it's gonna like open every door for you all right it's I'm not, not gonna say yeah. that. but uh don't you know just go if, if you're a company that makes you is, feel good is, yeah well it, it one it allows you to um broaden your 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 field of view in, in cyber right in security and if it's if that money is available to you as part of your training budget, it's money on the table. It's it's almost part of your compensation, right? Um, without without being part of your compensation, like take your training, get your certs. Are they ultimately like the test of a cyber professional? No. Right practical application and like your experience is ultimately going to be like the the most like important thing but like do not sleep on certs they are important right at least for like exposing you to what is out there and what other people what as what you know sans offsec um you learn um what else am i missing mike uh you know, for what the pen, uh, just, search just vendors? Pla- yeah, platforms. You yeah. know, um, I mean, the most legit of all, EC Council, of course. EC Council, right? Don't sleep on, don't sleep on EC Council. Of course, I say that. I say that. I say that very sarcastically. Um, uh-huh. Dude, every every other Reddit post you see on like cy- like our cybersecurity is either how do I get into the cyber? How do I get? How do I cyber? Yeah. Um, which I saw, I saw a post today that I thought was really funny. It was like, what job, what job could I get if I get these four certs? And I was like, well, I don't know. None. I don't know. A bunch. Maybe I don't like, I don't, you don't, I don't think you do understand how recruiting works. Like this, you don't just like get a bunch of certs and then you get a job. You still have to interview. You probably, they're probably going to ask you some, not some actual questions. They're not just going to say, you got the sec plus you're good. Come on in, bro. I mean, it might help again, right? Certs help you clear HR filters that maybe speaks to some of your, you know, qualities. But I was like, that's not, I feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding. So I think in general, especially in today's world, there's a lot of people who hear about cybersecurity and they want to get in because they hear maybe it's chill, maybe it's not. They hear about high salaries. Maybe it's not nearly as high as they think, whatever. But like in general, it's like I mean, it is a good field, right? I mean, we're both biased, but I think we could both agree that even if we tried to be objective as objective as possible, it's a great field to be in. I I work from home, I make good money, I think it's interesting. Um, it's not. I don't find it particularly stressful. Does it take a, maybe some effort, like mental effort, that maybe some other professions don't? 
I don't know. I don't know if that's even fair to say. I mean, there's a certain technical expertise that you have to develop. I don't think it's like particularly challenging. I don't, I mean, I don't think this is like, it's not rocket science, right? To, to use that burnt out. It's phrase. really not. Right. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll be self-deprecating here. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you're dumb as hell, but you know, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> most, most, most people like will agree with you. Um, I am not like, you know, overly intelligent, Right. Oh, like don't do, like, don't do that to yourself, Kyle. No, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't say, like... Compare so yourself to most I, people. Relative I, to most people, Kyle. Frame. Come on. I like, to, I like to frame things, right? And, like, I'm not, like... I'm not... I'm certainly not the smartest guy in the room. I'm not the dumbest guy in the room. Um, well, you're, like, both, saying, you're both right like, now. Huh? You're both of those things right now. <laughs> the dumbest and smartest guy in the room? Yeah. You're the one and certain things. Every, you, can, you can learn something from everybody, right? I mean, it's, like, a cliche, but it's, like, true. Um... But like, I mean, like, get really. This is the truth, right? It goes with so many things. It goes with so many professions and things in life. Is like the foundational, like, aspects of things are the most important. Um, truly understanding what like uh, offensive security is, penetration testing, red teaming, purple teaming, blue teaming, threat intelligence, instant response, malware analysis. Like these things are very much like thrown around a lot and. People really, especially surprisingly, um, at various levels of authority, don't necessarily understand what they truly mean. So, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, you know, I, uh, I'm not like an exploit dev. Like, I I mean, right? So, if I'm if I'm trying to like look at a vulnerability, and I'm looking at like the proof of concept code for this vulnerability like i honestly I, I don't understand like most of it right um it takes somebody explaining it to me at a higher level for me to really kind of grasp um what the impacts of that vulnerability is right um you don't have to know everything about everything you don't have to be like some like savant but you know like just understanding your boundaries, under, like, and you have to like constantly chase um, knowledge, right? What, so, I mean, what, I don't know. What do you think? So, I see. Preachy, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I see a lot of people who will post like, "I want to get into cybersecurity." Yeah, they don't really say why, but uh, I don't know if you need a why. It's just like you want to get in. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but, but, I, but some people will say like, "I want to get in because I, I like the money is good," and then immediately on reddit you get a like three or four people who will post like and they're probably people who are like in the field um but they're like oh man like you, you shouldn't get in if you know if you don't have a passion for it like you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna survive what do you think about that what do you think about that like you have to be you have to be a pa passionate about cybersecurity. passion comes and goes um some months i'm extremely passionate about this job and i'm like and I'm like, it's 9 p.m. I'm like sitting here, like on a podcast with, no, uh, like this idiot, yeah, like with this with this demo. I don't know why I'm friends with this guy, but like, you know, like yeah, like sometimes you're you're just really, it, it comes and goes, right? Um, don't feel like you have to be necessarily passionate about it. Don't get me wrong, like if if you enjoy, well, so I'll I'll, I'll preface that by saying, you have to enjoy. Um, 
like the, the kind of like the fundamental like aspects of cybersecurity, right? Do you think you have to? Because I mean, a lot. Yeah, of, so, like, so you don't yeah, have like to. Yeah. I mean, Go do ahead. you have to love making French fries to work at McDonald's, like, or do you just have to know how to do it? Well, that's I, an ingredient, right? So, like but, that. Well, or, but, uh, I mean, take. I mean, again, that's a terrible. Like, we're we're doing a really bad job. With parallel. This job, it's terrible so. parallel, but yeah. I think I think you can just know the mechanics of cybersecurity and clock in, clock out, nine to five, do your job, come home. You don't have to love it. Like, so there are you... a lot of people like that. Um, there are, there are a lot of people like that who understand like the kind of like frameworks, right? So a lot of this cyber stuff is like predefined, right? It's sure, like yeah. it's models, it's data models, it's frameworks, it's like uh, NIST stuff, it's. Um, you know, like you can kind of operate in that space and, and, and carve out a career, but if you really want to like excel, right, like you have to go beyond that. You have to really want to like, you know, if you're, a doesn't really pick, pick a thing, right? If you're a, a blue teamer, a red teamer, a risk person, a vulnerability person, um, a compliance person, like it really behooves you to understand like the tradecraft behind how all that stuff happens, right? But hold on, hold on. I'll, let me jump yeah. in. Do you have to love it to understand it? I mean, you're saying you need to understand no, it to be good. You don't good. have to love anything to understand stuff. But that's I think that's that's what I'm trying yeah. to say is like you can develop no. an understanding. It might be somewhat uh, a little more arduous if you're not like loving the journey. But if you're just like, look, I want to, I just want to nail down a 150k job in cyber. I know, I know, I'm not a, I don't, I, I'm never gonna love the craft because I, I like to build train sets at home, and that's like what I love. And but I need a yeah. job to fund my train set collection or whatever. If I feel like you can go read a bunch of stuff on cybersecurity and go get it to or certs and. You, learn how to do a little bit of python or something not and not enjoy any of it like the whole time but just be like i learned what i need to to function like do it do a good job i'm not saying like be one of these like fake cyber people but like be a functional like just solid cyber dude or gal and but and then like yeah. do your job and go, go home and, and build fucking trains yeah whatever i i i, I... 100% thing that's like a realistic way that you know people live out their careers right um i mean i i am susceptible to periods of like really being kind of checked out too right sure like, i mean everyone experiences burnout yeah i mean even yeah. i go even i have been gone through long periods not that i'm like the the, the like some sort of cyber warrior or something but like i go through, i've gone through plenty of long periods where i'm just like not into it. Obviously, I have a blog and a podcast or whatever else, but like that comes and goes. Like, well, that puts you. That puts you. I mean, like, not to you know. No, I mean, I spike. focus on you, but like, yeah, like that. Put, that puts you like in a very like um you know like a lot of people like a lot of people know that like you should really engage the community to like kind of you know um you know it's it's only beneficial to your cyber career to kind of like do that like give back to the community. Uh, talk at conferences, um, do a podcast, do a blog, you know, um, have a GitHub where you kind of like, um, 
you know, have, have sort of like a portfolio of stuff. A portfolio is a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, but the vast majority of people like, right. Like they don't do that because it's, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort and I've, it's, I've a, broken it's a into... commitment, right? I mean, right. I don't really know how many episodes this podcast is. Right. But like, for for the fact, I, I know you've been doing it for quite some time, right? And I understand like the the tempo and the, the cadence of the podcast changes as your life um, and work <laughs> dictates exactly. But like the the fact that we're you know in this uh, in, you know April twenty second two thousand twenty two um, sort of like doing it is I think a testament to your your commitment to cybersecurity and not to kiss your ass, but like. Um, that really kind of talks to the mentality that a cyber professional um, who's not just like punching a clock has, right? Sure. No. I mean, it's, I it's almost I definitely like don't consider at myself night. a. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how much cyber security yeah. value this podcast has. It's mostly just me drinking and talking to a buddy. But yeah, uh, we, did, we did we did cyber talk. I mean, it was in there for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, no, I don't think anybody's gonna like take anything away from this talk where they're like, I have a clear, like, you would really have to like deep dive into, and there's a lot of content out there on YouTube and Twitch and blogs and, and white papers to to fill that. But like, what we're doing here is just kind of like um, having a, you know, like what you would do like at, at the bar, right? Almost, right? Like you're just going to like... Any cool person would probably be chilling at the bar talking about threat actors. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a couple beers in. A couple beers in. Yeah. Tell me you're not talking about threat actors, right? Right. I you're not, about wi- you're not talking about Wizard Spider yeah. on a Friday night? I mean... At, at literally 9.50 p.m.? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we would, so for what it's worth. Well, that, I mean, like, you know, there, there are people out there of varying... Um, interest right who are far more into this to where that's all they talk about sure and then I mean, there are people like you know that, that don't talk about this for like 10 percent of their time right who are in cyber right cyber being any sort of like uh you know profession kind of associated with the defense or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. There's, a, there's a thousand ways to like slice it but Kyle, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring something controversial up real quick. Ooh, controversial. Ooh, this is the spicy part of this the podcast. This is really spicy. We're forty eight minute, forty eight and a half minutes in, and I'm gonna bring yeah. something controversial up because I've noticed you do this, and I have a particular opinion on it that you mm-hmm. is probably is evident when I reveal what this thing is that you do. Um, and not just you, a lot of people do this, but you refer to cybersecurity or information security as just cyber tell okay. me if tell me if you tell me tell me why tell me if you think that's a good way <laughs> tell me if you think that's a... <laughs> i always think it's like um you know i i think we as a as a you know humans have a have a tendency to shorten things down to like the most like reductive um term for a thing right so I think at this point in time, 2022, we're kind of like at that level where we can kind of like just say like cyber, right? Um, if you were to go back to like, what is it, like 1998, something like that? Like if, you, if I were to say like, hey, you want to talk about cyber? You'd be like, uh, no, I don't want to talk. Like 
it, the context was different, right? Um, I don't know how many of our you know potential listeners are sort of like of age, but cyber decades ago meant something very very different, right? It was like cyber. Um, there was a sexual connotation to it. So, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, I yeah. mean, look, I, I, I've softened a little bit on it because. Oh, so you're you're like thinking about it from like a like you nerd like you're. That's not cyber. even like a nerd thing. It just sounds like, and yeah. I and I also I really I don't I don't I say this term mostly joking because I sort of hate it. I hate a lot of terms these days. I hate, but it's like it's very like, and I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it because I have no other better way of putting it. Boom! It's like like a boomer, like oh, like you know, you see like eighty year old dudes like in the Senate, like being like, we need to, we need to have better cyber, like we need to cyber better. That's the way I think about it. It just seems like no, it seems it just um, sound. I, I think it just it it, it gives me this, <sighs> it still gives me this like cringe feeling, but but I've actually softened on it of late, where I'm just like whatever, like if that's how people. Because yeah. I can say, because I like to say infosec. I'll say infosec, but like, well, I mean, that just sounds like if I say infosec to a person who's not in infosec, they're just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Whereas, like, if I just say cyber, people are like, "Okay, I get, I get what you're saying." So it's like, yeah, it's, it's just, really just like it's, speaking the language of the the common folk. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's no way around it at this point. Um, I hate these new terms. There's like all these new terms now. People like boomer, woke. There's all this stuff. I don't want. I don't wanna get too political, but like, it's just like, why do we need to have all these new? Ter- uh, well, what is it? Um, oh no, there was a, there was a one that I was seeing on Reddit. Like, oh, oh, okay, this is what it was. Like people who are like, I don't know if this is like a, if if it's like a, uh, like a country, like a specific country, that, like in Europe or something that does this. But I think it was like U.S. based, where this guy, I'm assuming it was a guy on reddit was like fresh out of college looking for a job and he referred mm-hmm. to himself as a fresher he's like i'm a fr- i'm a fresher a fresher a fresher and i was like i was like i really don't like that why are you calling yourself that i was like why do you say that i'm actually gonna look this up on reddit this is gonna be good podcasting material because oh, here it is i found it oh he deleted it oh no he hit the comments the, the post is there what should i do as a fresher so that it helps me in long run i mean clearly this isn't doesn't seem like a native English speaker, but what should I do as a fresher? So and is that not, like not a, first... is that an, an ability to speak? Um, no, because I've seen this term common English terms, or is that like a no, no? It's like I've seen this term multiple times. It's like I also see a lot of people, and this is specifically non-US. This is like European, but people refer to if they're going to college, they'll call it uni. You and I, they'll just, they'll just say uni. That's a European thing. For yeah, it's sure. a European thing for sure. And I, and I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't feel very strong. I don't feel super strongly about that, but I'm like, oh, that's, you know, interesting. They say like, I'm going to uni. I'm just like, you can't mm-hmm. think about the whole word, but. Um, well, that, the, that, that brings to light like an entirely different thing, right? Like we are a culture obsessed with like shortening to the cyber thing, shortening everything down to like a, Distilling it down to like one, like catchy term. Are right? we so lazy that we can't? We are university. Mike, you asked that, and you're intelligent enough to like know the answer already. Dude, I'm incredibly lazy, so I mean, it's sort of a, it's sort of a. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, in some in some. Also, aspects. I mean, like I'll, I'll, I will admit, I like the term cyber. Dude, I here's the thing. It's always sort of bothered me. I always like make fun of people who say cyber, but I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it's I've started this off and I feel like it's grown on me. Just go with it, man. I feel like I'm thinking. Honestly, I'm just like if everyone people, says it, bro. The point in which somebody asks me like, "Oh, what do you like? What do you do?" and I'm like, "I'm in, I'm in cyber." I'll know that it the the, the transformation is complete. I it'll take me <laughs> it'll take me some time. I'm I'm not I'm not close to that yet, but dude, just go with it. I'm closer I, than I, I was. I, if I if if if, if one thing comes out of this podcast, I really hope it's that I have, have um expedited your transition to just accepting that cyber is not going away. I mean, it's it gonna... sounds it does sound cooler. Like when you say, oh, "I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in," like push here's like me pushing my glasses up. I'm in cyber security. <laughs> so you just say like you're resisting. I'm in, I'm you're resisting. Cyber. Like uh, you're you're fully a, a nerd. Oh no, that's for right. Sure. Like for sure. the, the the amount of certifications you have would um just like cement you in yeah. f- like fully in the nerd like quadrant of, of of humanity. Dude, I told you about that time I did that I did an AMA on Reddit and everyone's like really supportive and like asked me really good questions and I had really great like like back and forth with most people on there but one dude got in because there's always i mean it's reddit right so there's gonna be some troll or some guy bad attitude this dude rolls in and is just like how's it feel being a paper tiger i told you about that right i mean i feel like you probably would have told me that but i i'm not recalling that conversation but this dude rolls in he's just like how's it feel knowing or like how's it feel Knowing that you're oh because of your certs because like yeah because like I just have a bunch of certs and like yeah makes me look like a fake. I mean, look, yeah, I'm not gonna say like I remember everything from the <laughs> certs, all right. And I'm certainly not saying me by having a lot of certs that I'm like somehow more better <laughs> than anybody. It's just I yeah, mean we it, the, sim- earlier, the simple yeah. fact is that I I just I I I did a bunch of them for and certainly I don't remember everything from them, but. In in, in, in in the thing in in the thing I call that in the AMA like intro I, I sort of call it out I'm just like look I've got a bunch of certs like at AMA right but this dude was just like how's it feel being a paper tiger and I was like it's it's the same reason I that tried dude, to engage with him I didn't like you know I didn't like respond and like a shit on him yeah, yeah I, I mean I didn't like get into a thing with him like a flame war with him but like it was just really funny no I never been I I, I never heard of that term. But I was like, oh, paper tiger. You never heard of paper tiger? I mean, yeah, it just means I mean, like you have, you're like, you're, you're, I mean, I guess I no had heard of it because like... I knew what he was saying, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah it's a fairly um, old term. Um, but like, it, I mean, like, there's, I see, I mean, I, I linked you to a um, thread on Reddit the other day um, where it was like, hey, search are not Pokemon, you don't have to collect them all, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And like, like, yeah, like no shit. Like anybody who's spent like any fucking time in like cyber, right, or infosec or whatever you want to call it, um, they understand that like your sort of like fundamental understanding of what what your sort of discipline and security truly is is paramount to your success in said field, right. Um, if you're an IR guy, if you're a malware analysis guy, if you're a threat intel guy, if you're a red team pen test, 
uh, VM guy. If you, like, like as long as like you've spent time and like you truly like have made attempts to like understand your craft, it's gonna go a lot further ultimately, right down the road, um, to being good at those things than like if you have like a um, G Pen uh, OSCP uh, GCTI Gram whatever cert. Um, you know, but like certs are highly valued. Like, there's no way around it, right? Like, I mean, like, unless you're like a th- quote unquote, and I hate this term because it's so hilariously like, cringy, like thought leader. Oh, God, dude. Right? I, I gotta edit that out now. Well, yeah, like I... a lot of people think they are, right? So, like, these Twitter mm-hmm. personalities where they're like, <laughs> you've I've I've posted this before, like the there's like a hilarious YouTube video where it's like mm-hmm. I am a thought leader. And... <laughs> yeah, and it's it's hilarious because like not too far off base, but like these people like who like think that like they you know um, you know they'll be like my comp at my company right, and these are like you know companies that you know are well regarded. And, and thought of and and, and quote unquote cyberspace, um, right? Like they don't really. Um, it's easy for them to say that when they are sort of like your. Um, I don't want people on blast, right? But when you're like a kind of like a personality in cybersecurity, it's easy for you to be like, well, like certifications don't mean shit, right? Like. I, I, I don't look at that at all. Well, like, you don't, but, like, 99% of the other companies that operate, like, sort of, like, that you would be applying for a cybersecurity job to, like, they, they do. They care about your certs. And they, they judge you, at least initially, based on, like, the volume and type of cert that you have. I mean, certainly... A lo- most mo- most of them do right like uh, i mean to a degree sure. like, i mean i don't know if having like f- if you have 15 certs or if you have 20 if at that point well it makes yeah any like think about it but... this way right like every company needs cybersecurity. every company theoretically needs cybersecurity. um there are not that many companies out there that are cybersecurity companies right sure yeah your mandians your crowd strikes your um yeah, Dragos, whatever, right? Like, um, so it's easy for people to be like, you don't need search, like, we don't care about search, like, you're, you know, but, like, most companies are still stuck on CISP. That's CEH. You know? I mean, those legends. CEH, yeah, legend. like, these are garbage tier certs, really, oh, honestly. Dude, don't, right? don't, don't hate on my CISP like that, bro. I'm sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't talking about CISP. I was talking about this this other start I was thinking about. CISP is so legit, dude. Dude, don't don't. I mean, government loves themselves some CISP. Well, they do, right? So there's all these like um, frameworks again, right? There's like DoD. What is it? Eighty five seventy or whatever. Eighty seven fifty. Yeah, whatever that one is. Eighty five seventy something. Yeah. Um, Eighty five seventy baseline certs. Yeah. mm Mm-hmm. And to be like on those, you know, teams or projects or whatever, like you have to like meet those requirements. Let's see if uh, OSCP hasn't made it on there. 
bummer. No, it's like there's a bunch of sands on there and like EC2. Um, yeah, I found I went back and I, I looked at my that AMA to find that guy who called me a paper tiger, and the comment was deleted. Oh, he deleted his comment. I'm guessing he he didn't want to be didn't want to be that guy. I guess. But then he goes. But then I see his 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 second uh, his reply to my reply, which goes into, which reminded me of what he originally posted, which was like you know blah blah blah. I'm a paper tiger, and the only like the real measure of like a security pro is like if they have CVEs. Of course, of course, I repl- I responded to him with a bunch of stuff. Oh shit! I responded to a bunch of stuff, but I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, you don't have to have CVEs to be like no. ninja, all right? You can be because no. you realize CVEs are for like vulnerability researchers, and there's a ton of stuff in security that's not vulnerability research. You could be a badass threat hunter and not have a single CVE, all right? You can be a badass threat until pro. You could be a badass what I mean, almost anything other than a vuln researcher. You can be a badass pen tester and not have a single CVE. It's a very specific like vertical in which you would possibly have a vulnerability a, like a CVE um recognized. Yeah. This is like tell me you yeah. don't know any, like tell me you're not uh, don't know yeah. anything about security without telling me you don't know anything about security. That that that's like to yeah. 100% that is a uh, very current meme that like you are 100% correct on. <laughs> yeah, it's like um yeah, like that like somebody says that to me, I'm like I don't know how to help you. Like you have to like go on your own journey and like figure out how fucking wrong you are. I was very ch- I was very chill on this dude because I was like yeah. trying to, I was trying to be I was trying to be I was trying to keep it easy in my own AMA, but I was like I was like I was like I think having CVEs is cool, but like Oh it's, yeah, sure. It's not like, a, like dude, it doesn't mean. Like, I mean, it means uh, that you're maybe. But there's a CVE out there for. Uh, there's a CVE, in this guy. It's 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 a funny thing, but like he he wrote a Metasploit module for like a default password, and he's very he he like tweeted about it, and it's funny because, it's not legit. It's not like elite thing. It's like, to write you know a, a tiny bit of Ruby code, for a Metasploit module just because there's a default password there's a whole cve attached to it and that's the like the nature of cves is that some cves are of course they're legit others are are i mean there's varying levels right but anyways again you don't have to have cve to be good you don't have to have cves to make money you don't have to have cves to be insecure If I ever do, if I ever do, and I think I will, some vulnerability research and find a CVE, I'm absolutely going to name it, even though it's probably really cringy in the world of vulnerability research, unless you find like a legit CVE. But I like, for myself, I'm not going to like, I'm going to name it for myself, you know, something stupid, something shark related more than likely. Hey man, name it whatever you want to, it's your CVE. I was thinking of coming out. I it's don't like know what... stars. It's like celestial bodies, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, whatever, dude. Have like, fun with you, it. Here's my try, thing, you, bro. You discover it. It's it's yours. I just name like it, to have, like. I just like to have dick, fun with it, you know. Name it Dick Butt. Dick know? Butt. Perfect. Perfect. And now we have a podcast title. The episode title. <laughs> name it Dick Butt. <laughs> <laughs> name it Dick Butt.